the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings investments in your retirement, and as always, here on the Max Out Savings Show. Our, our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Save aggressively, invest conservatively. And by that, what we simply mean is is we want to sit there and build up wealth over the long term. And we're going to talk about some of those ideas on the show today. We're going to be talking about also uh, what's happening with the economy, what's happening with the markets uh, in the world today. And, and so uh, you can catch us uh, by going to the AM 1070 The Answer website, listen anywhere in the world. Uh, you can also catch us on our podcast as well. And we have a free newsletter, which we put out, which we've got thousands of people on the list now. And so you can join that by just going to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com. So a lot to talk about. Uh, it's like one thing after another uh, with the markets, uh, with, with the world today. Uh, things are moving very quickly. And, and you've got to sit there and start planning for the future. You ha it's important to understand the world is very rapidly changing. And what what was the past 30 years isn't going to be the, the next 30 years. And, and some of these big trends, I, I think, are really going to be are, are, are really going to go by the wayside. I mean, some of the, some of the, I, we've had deflation or low inflation for the last 30 years. I, I think that's going away. Uh, it, it, We've talked a lot about on the show. We're going to be expounding more upon this today. Uh, looking out, the Federal Reserve now, every time there's an economic crisis, floods the world with money. Uh, in 2008, we didn't have any inflation because the Fed poured money into the system, but it all went into the banks and in Wall Street firms, and it kind of stayed up there. This time, the money is coming down. We're getting money to the general populace uh, through uh, unemployment, uh, bonuses, $600 a week, unemployment bonuses, all types of programs, and you're starting to see inflation come back. Now, I think you're going to see the velocity of money start to pick up. It, 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 you're seeing the, the cost of goods in the grocery store go up. Look at the price of meat. Ridiculous. Uh, look at the price of, of many things out there. The price of automobiles are going up. The price of housing is going up. Uh, the, the price of, of cleaning goods are going up. The price of lumber is going up. And anything that is, is related in any way to home building is going up. Uh, and, and we're starting to see inflation come back over time. And now with the Federal Reserve uh, looking more and more to try to act as more like a central planner to the economy and move beyond their banking role and get into such things as as environmental, the environment, uh, they, they want to get into, uh, you know, the social justice programs and everything else at the Federal Reserve. Well, everyone in the world knows that they're just going to print money and that's going to be bad for the dollar and that's going to be inflationary over time. So you've got to protect your portfolio. Uh, and and, and it, there's something called modern monetary theory, MMT, which has gained a lot of traction in Washington. Uh, and uh, within the Democratic Party, understand in the world today, you've got 
governments around the world, and particularly state and local governments in democratic areas, are stretched. They've taxed people as much as they can. They're desperate for more income. And one of the ways they thought they could do it is, is we'll get the Federal Reserve just to print money. Well, the Fed and people go, whoa, whoa, you can't do that. You're going to cause inflation. They go, no, under modern monetary theory, what we can do is government, federal governments aren't like corporations or individuals. They can just print money, as much money as they want. It'll never lead to inflation. And, and they and they can say, well, too much debt. And they go, well, look, the, the governments don't have to pay back debt. They're not like corporations or individuals. And so the idea is that we can infinitely, that government can take on more and more debt and the Federal Reserve will just print money to buy the debt. Well, everyone in the rest of the world looking at this is going, well, this is not going to work because they all know, you know, economics 101. If you know anything about economics history going back 5,000 years, you know this is going to fail. The reason why we have coins with serrated edges on them because the emperors used years ago would sit there and come in and trim the gold coins off and make them smaller to get more gold to produce more coins. I mean, it's the same thing with the Federal Reserve. So inflation is coming up. Other other big trend we're going to see out there is there's a huge, been a huge trend in indexing in, in the S&P 500. And now what we've got is we've written about this on the show, about 20%, over 20% of the S&P 500 is basically five stocks. You add the 10 stocks, it gets 23% or something. It's a huge number. And, uh, and so this means that most of the money being indexed is all going into the tech sector. So we have a tech bubble. You have stocks trading in at, you know, 100 times sales, 100 times earnings, uh, you know, all money doesn't mean anything. And this is all, a lot of this has been driven by indexing. The indexing trend is over. We've, they've had stock buyback programs, low taxes, money's poured in, 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 into the economy through low taxes. They bought back stock, taken on debt. Uh, to buy back stock, bought more stock. And it's been kind of somewhat of a Ponzi scheme in a way. And when you retire 3% of the of the float every year, your earnings naturally go up 3%. So, you know, if, if you sit there and do any type of growth and just get 3% the next year, you actually have 6% growth because you get 3% from stock buybacks and 3% from actual growth of the company. And so now we have stocks at record high levels, record high levels of, uh, of uh, price to sale, Record high levels of record high of, of PE ratios. You got record high level uh, total market cap GDP, and, and so here we are. In uh, the indexing is rolled that up. Now going forward, it's going to be stock picking. You're already seeing that starting to break down this year, where a lot of stocks that aren't in the big indexes are really starting to move up. This is why, for example, the precious metal sector has been the number one performing sector this year overall uh, as an asset. I mean, things are starting to change. Commodities are moving. Uh, we're seeing lots of changes in the world and rapidly changing things. We, we got a presidential election coming up. I mean, this is the most hotly con- – the people say the most hotly contest- con- contested election in my life. Look, like, you've got to go back to the 1930s, maybe the 1915, 16. Uh, you know, it, it, honestly, there's a case that you got to go back to right before the Civil War to see such a hotly contested election. Uh, I, I can't. I don't ever remember an election where one side. You know, one of the things that Tocqueville, oh, the, the famous French writer, came to the United States and he wrote about the United States, and it was the most amazing place in the world. And one of the things he talked about was people like to talk about politics. I remember reading, there was a story, he goes, I couldn't, I'm traveling through Tennessee, and, you know, there's about, and so you stop at someone's house out in the forest to spend the night. There were no motels back then. They wanted to know what was going on in Washington, and he couldn't believe it because people in Europe were afraid to talk politics. You get your head chopped off by the king. But people love to talk politics in the United States. He would go in the at, – at that time, the Tennessee was the frontier. There was nobody out there, and he went out there, and people, oh, what's going on in Washington? And they like to talk politics. But for the first time in – I think in history of the United States is if you talk politics – you can lose your job. You can be fired. You you can be threatened. You can be shot. Uh, you know. You, you know by by basically the Democrats and, and the radical activists trying to put down anybody that talks politics. I mean, we've never seen that. 
You know what we saw? I tell you what. I, I, I read I read a book. You know what we when you couldn't talk politics. I'll tell you there was another time in America. I take that back. It was pre-revolutionary times, and if you said if if you talk politics and you, the wrong person, whether you support the British or not, you might get shot. It was the same thing then. It was it was the same thing. People were run out of their homes. Their homes were looted. Uh, whether you supported the British or you supported the 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 uh, Patriots, the United States, and there were certain parts of of different uh, of country. I remember Georgia, particularly. It was really bad. Uh, you know, certain parts of Georgia that were more uh, the uh, Unionists, and in certain part were were more the American, the Revolutionaries. And these people's homes would be looted back and forth. They would be shot. They'd be run out of town. It's the same thing is happening. The Democrats are using the same tactics. Tories, the, the, the British did back in the day. And, and, and that understand, that was a revolution, and this is closer to a revolution now. And this is why you really, I mean, this is why you, we have to be concerned about what's happening out there. I mean, it, it, it's, uh, it, it, it's just a very, very tough time. I mean, when you're seeing looting, rioting, Give, you, you know, that never ends well. And these people will never be happy. I mean, if you look at the mayor of Seattle, he he did everything he could or Portland to help out the protesters. And then when they saw him, they tear gassed him and beat him and hated him. These people will never be happy. The corporations can give a few, uh, some money to Black Lives Matter. They're going to want more money next year, more money next year. They're going to want people on the board. They're going to want the whole board. They're going to want it, to, it, it's never going to end. And then they're going to want part of the company as well. It's called social and communism. And that's what we're fighting today. And, and we're all going to have to take a stand. I mean, the question that you know, I heard in a sermon on Sunday is, is when you're sitting, when you're sitting, you know, because Black Lives Matter, these radicals are anti-Christian socialist groups. And Christians never do well under communism and socialism. And the question is, when you're sitting in the outdoor cafe, uh, you're eating your meal, and here come the protesters, and they want you to raise your fist or they're going to want you to say, yeah, I support Black Lives Matter, I support socialism, or which is socialism or communism, what are you going to do? That's the question. What are you going to do? Uh, and it's an incredibly powerful statement. And, it, you know, I think we're all going to have to ask ourselves, because these are very uncertain times. And, and why that's important is, where's that? Why that's important is, here, I have a book. In my hand, this is this is the most expensive book on my bookshelf. Yeah, and I got it because it's a money manager. It's actually a pretty famous money manager, and uh, uh, but wrote it's it's a book about his life. And the name of the book is "Moving the Mountain: uh, My Life in China." And it and you say what moving the mountain? What is that about? It, it, the book reads like a book of Job. Li Lu was one of the leaders of, of the Tiananmen Square Revolution. They were fighting for freedom, which is what they wanted. And uh, But his life reads like the book of Job. He's very successful in the United States now. But the term moving the mountain is how do you move the mountain? And this is something Republicans and the conservatives do not understand. So the question I ask you is, how do you move a mountain? This is a famous communist Chinese thing. And the answer is one stone at a time, one pebble at a time. You keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And, and, and the left understands this. They stop at nothing. They keep going. And they, every, at every turn, they're in corporate America, they're in schools, they're in cities. They, they, they're down to urban cores. They've taken over. They, they, George Soros put together a program that basically installed radical district attorneys in a lot of the most major cities in this country that are letting the protesters and the looters off with no charges. Uh, the, every time they move, you have to understand as Republicans, as conservatives, and for Americans in the democratic free market system, you too got to start moving the stones to move the mountain to hold, hold the line because – with the term moving them out, understand they never give in. They never give an inch because they know every time they can take a pebble, they make more progress. We need to do the same thing to move the mountain and to protect democracy and freedom in the United States. And every person needs to, in their small way, do that and understand that. I think it's a real thing. Remember, how do you move a mountain? One pebble at a time. You've got to defend the United States one pebble at a time. So I tell we're going to take a quick break. We're going to get back to talking about the markets. 
where we're going to go from here uh, after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com at 1-822-8803. 512New Media is the only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics monitors, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Welcome back. Here we go. Uh, the so we talk about about the, the, the politics and how things are going and the importance of standing up and in, 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 in you know, getting we're we're making some progress. I mean, I, I think it's really exciting to me that that uh, President Trump has has tried to go issue an executive order banning uh, the uh, critical race thinking uh, seminars in in, in uh, governments. I mean, I think that this is just a, a racist uh, platform, and uh, I cannot believe that it's been allowed in there. And, and so uh, we're making some progress. Things are changing. The the other thing, another big story today was uh, Justice Ginsburg passing away. And, you know, this is she was she was a liberal judge. I, th- I think I actually respect her for that. I mean, she really believed in what she 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 fought for. And, 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 and she she you know, she did a good job in the court. I don't agree with her policies, but but you have to respect that. And in one of the things that we're, we're looking at here is uh this changes the court. Keep it. This is a one. This is a big reason, not for what people think. I, I don't believe. Or I think it's a big deal. Is if this election goes the way it looks like it's going to go, you might not get an outcome at all. It, the, the, the this thing can be so tainted with these mail-in ballots that this ends up in the Supreme Court. With Justice Ginsburg gone, this shifts it more to the conservative side of the court, which is a major thing. So this is a huge deal. Whether we put another judge in or not, that's important too. But but if nothing happens uh, until after the election. It doesn't make any difference. It, 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 it does make a difference, but but the important thing is it shifts the court 
somewhat. So if, if this election has to be decided, goes to the Supreme Court, or if these ballot issues go to the Supreme Court, we're much likely to get a fairer outcome. And, and that's a huge deal because I, I do believe President Trump is going to win. I think he's going to do extremely well. I, I think my concern is nobody can win against a, a fraudulent election. And that's what the Democrats are setting up. So this is a big deal to ensure that, that, that any of these judges – so even these liberal judges in California and elsewhere that try to swing the vote just because they're Democrats, uh, when it comes up to, to the contested ballot, they're eventually going to get kicked up to the Supreme Court. So this is a huge deal that she's not there. So anyway, that, uh, that, that's kind of what we're looking at there. And I, and I think this is important for the election. I think it helps out President Trump in, on many levels. Tell you what, if you got any questions, Tom, you can give us a call at 713 1070 here in the Max Saving Show. The uh, what a couple other things I, I wanted to <laughs> looking out uh, the the Biden tax plan. A lot of people have looked at this tax plan. Hey, we really got some some calls this week from clients that were you know kind of panicking once they actually looked at at, at the plan. And, and I think this is something that's really not. I mean, there's a huge difference out there between President Trump. And, and, and Joe Biden, if, if you look at it, it, and a lot of, I mean, everyone's kind of, oh, particularly there's a lot of people on the left, and I just never Trumpers, it, you know, the tax plan, taxes are going to go up tremendously. The, the, the top rate is going to go up. They're going to put a new 12.4% uh, Social Security tax on people making over $400,000 a year. Uh, half of it's going to be paid by the person. Half is going to have to be paid by the company. And... Uh, the tax rates on the millionaires are going to go up. But in fairness, I, there's no uh, loss for the American people, for the super wealthy in this country. And, and, you know, but, but these are big tax increases. Corporate taxes are going to go up from 21 to 28 percent. What is that going to do for for uh, for uh, stock prices? 15 percent minimum tax on companies if they're not paying taxes, if they above a certain a certain threshold. There's a lot of companies like Amazon and these other companies are paying no taxes. You know, again, I, I mean, I don't have a huge problem with that, that to get some of these tech companies to pay some taxes. But but there's also capital gains uh, goes to 39.6% if it's over, if you're over, over, over a million dollars. Well, that sounds, that sounds like, oh, well, yeah, we want to get Millionaires, but that really, you know, remember, this is capital gains. So we'll have clients that maybe have to want to sell a big block of stock that, that uh, they have. Uh, they could sit there. What if they sell the, the, their, their, their business or they sell the, the family farm? They had a big family farm. All of a sudden, it gets sold. They have to pay 39%. So maybe these people, they don't make much money, but the farm is worth a bunch of money. Well, it's going to get hit 39.6% tax. Over a million, which is that's pretty pretty devastating. And then they're going to eliminate, they're going to reduce the the exemptions for uh, the estate taxes. And then something that nobody's paying attention to. There's talk of of they're going to eliminate the step up basis for stocks and real estate, uh, if, if uh, an inheritance, which is a huge deal for people because it's if they inherit something, they typically get a step-up basis. So, for instance, if they inherited Exxon stock, and the basis was, you know, maybe five, six dollars a share, we we have clients that, you know, they they have the the some of these taxes, some of this Exxon is gotten from their grandfathers, and, and, and so or before that, it, it and so it stepped up. Well, if it's got five dollars cost basis and it gets stepped up to the thirty-six dollars or thirty-seven, thirty-eight dollars right now. That helps out, uh, and they sell it, they don't pay taxes, but they have to sit there and go from the original cost basis. This is a huge tax pit. Again, this is wealth distribution. It, it, it's, it's very detrimental to the middle class, particularly the upper middle class, people who are kind of getting ahead. They're the ones that are really going to pay the price for this. And so they're not looking at the plan. If this plan, if Biden gets in, the markets are going to be in trouble. And I, and I, I think it's right now the markets are whistling through the graveyard uh, uh, on Joe Biden. And, and, and it's just, you know, the media is downplaying everything. 
you know, it's, uh, you know, Trump, I mean, they just attack him for every little thing. And Joe Biden gets up there and the questions are like, well, Joe, do you like, you know, what would you name your kitten if you had a kitten? I mean, it's just absurd. And uh, so, so this is what, what we're dealing with is a, a brutally hard fought election with one side that's very liberal. It, it, my thinking, this is, what, this is what really concerns me, is a lot of people on the left, a lot of media assume Joe Biden's going to get in there and they're going to get control of all these radicals, all the, you know, the Bernie Sanders, the AOC crowd, and, and the rest of them in, in the party, the Black Lives Matter people, and they're going to get control of them and they'll be sort of pushed aside. In revolutions and with radicals, that doesn't work. The radicals push the moderates aside, and I, and I think I think a lot of people are really going to be in a shock for in shock when they see. I don't think they're going to be able to control. Biden's going to be able to control these people, and 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 and, and look, the Democrats know that Joe Biden's going to be more of a figurehead. But what they kind of think is you're going to get the. You know, the adults in the the proverbial the adults in the room, you know, are going to take charge. I don't think that's going to happen. I think the radicals are going to take charge. And, and so this is a concern. So what we did is, is we, we looked up how, how markets do election year overall. And, and, and we talked a little bit about this in the show, but, uh, but it, it, it's not good uh coming into elections. And, and elections cause tremendous uncertainty. And, and this is the most volatile, uncertain election in, I, I think it's easily 100 years. In, 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 maybe, you, maybe you could go back to Roosevelt's first term, but it, it's just not going to be good. And, and, and so markets do not like uncertainty at all and before the election. There's there's a remarkable pattern if you look at these markets of of going back to 1992. The market sold down generally in September, or that September through October time frame was a pretty bad market. It was a run through, through some numbers. In 1992, uh, the market went down starting September. First, like somebody flipped a switch into into the day before the election, down eight point six percent approximately. Now, and, and then uh, this was in that was Clinton won that election between Clinton and Bush. Uh, then in '96, the market actually went up that during that time frame, the election time. But that was Clinton running again, and so it was pretty sure what was going to happen. In, in the market went up in 2000. Uh, Bush came in, the market went down from September into the election down almost 15%. Almost, again, like somebody flipped the switch September 1st, and it went down fifteen, almost 15%. And then in the second election where Bush was running, uh, again, this was, uh, was it Bush-Gore? Uh, you had uh, market went down uh, again, September 1st, into election day, bottom the day before the election, 6.7%. Now, in, in 2008, the market, same thing, this is Obama won, the market went down September 1st to October 1st, uh, to, to October 1st, it went down just into October, 32%. And a lot of this, I believe, was because people were really people. You know, they they talk about Obama. The market started going up for him. The market plunged once they thought he was going to get in there in that September October frame. That's when the market plunged ahead of time. Obama was much worse for the markets than people realize. Uh, but at the time, we had financial crisis too. But it was really made materially worse by Barack Obama. Uh, and in 2012, the, uh, the, the the went down. This was a little different one. Uh, this was uh, the, uh, Obama's second term, went down from October. It held up in September, but it went down October 1st into the election, down 8.5%. These are this is a pretty big drops. Uh, it was interesting. It was flat for the, for the, for the uh, 2016 election under President Trump, which is really fascinating. Because I think everyone just assumed Hillary is going to get there and it's going to be a continuation of Bill Clinton. But the market exploded. Sold down the night of the election. It, it sold down and uh, and then exploded higher the next morning. I remember I was driving back from Dallas after attending a, uh, an election party up there, 
it, uh, it you know, it's really, we, we, people were pretty shocked. I mean, we, everyone was shocked that Trump won. By the next day, the market exploded higher. And so overall, election day has been pretty negative for markets overall. So this is, we're right in that time frame uh, right now. So we're starting to see the market sell off a little bit. But but I think this is something you know we want to watch real closely because this is this is one I mean of all the things out there this is an extreme the, the pattern this has been pretty tough and so right now we're down about you know ten percent or so which is you know uh, I, it, it's close I, I I think I I don't see how it it, it I think is up. As up and down as this election is, as uncertain it is with rioting in the loop and the fear about the election, I think it's going to continue to go down. So this is something we've got to watch. By the way, if you've got a question or comment, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070 here at the Max Out Saving Show. That's 713-339-1070. And we'll try to get your questions answered. The, so, so what we've seen so far is is we're seeing the market's gone up. The, the market, we've gone into the coronavirus. It plunged through the coronavirus. We warned you ahead of time on the show back in March, actually February. February, we were warning you on the market, the dangers of the market with the coronavirus. We said that everyone said that this was the flu. We said, no, if it was, the Chinese shut down 80% of their manufacturing capacity. And if uh, there's something going on over there, we need to be cautious of this. And so we, we, We've actually done really well this year, and then we bottomed up in uh, this year in, and now we're you know in, in uh, April, and then we we've come back up. Uh, here we are right now in a very hot market, an enormous amount of speculation, much more similar to 1999, the tech bubble. Uh, it, it really. What's happened is another generation has come into the market. They've got had nothing to do. There's been no sports to watch, and and then the trade they they realize they can trade on their phones or their computers all day long. And since they don't have most people, younger people don't have anything to do, they're investing in the stock market, which is exciting. Uh, but run up tech stocks up the same levels or higher levels in many cases than the 1999 top. Now the answer these are much more solid, much more companies in 1999. Hey, we heard the same thing in 1999. So, so it was. I, I think it's very similar. This thing is, is is a bubble in the tech sector, and the question is: Is it blowing up now, or is it going to go a little later? Now, I had an interesting thing this week. The uh, tell you what, we're coming up here in a break. We'll, we'll cover that after the show. But 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 that's really the, the question: Is 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 where does it happen? And I think. I think what we're looking at is is the market right now is trying to figure this out. I think they're really trying to figure out the elections, and and, and there's a lot of uncertainty out there. Uh, the, the going forward, bullish case is Trump gets back in. That we we keep building the economy. We move more and more factories back to the United States. We build America. We make it America, and we keep continue to go forward. We're a technological juggernaut. And, and we're finally starting to get control of of our technology. We're stopping the, the theft of technology from China. We're moving the factories back here. We're putting in robotic factories to give us an edge on on, on the production costs. We're moving to electric cars. We're moving all types of things out there. A lot of neat things are happening. The country is rebuilding, and uh, and that's fantastic. And so that's the bullish case. If Trump gets back in, we keep taxes reasonably low. Uh, I, I think you will. Other thing that's going to happen is there's going to be antitrust issues brought up against the big tech companies, which is going to be somewhat negative. So the the, the stocks that are, are going to do well are going to ones that can grow and that can manufacture and build in the United States. We need to get back to building and manufacturing, not just financial engineering to push the stock market up. And, and, and a lot of these companies have to now move their factories out of China. I mean, we talked about the absurd numbers. 80% of the ingredients for, drug, for key drugs in the United States are coming out of China. We can't, we can be cut off tomorrow from those things in our medical things could be threatened. Look what happened to us. We we had the equivalent of a Pearl Harbor 
with with this uh, uh, the coronavirus from China, which caught us completely off guard. It pretty clearly came from their lab over there. They've had they've had uh, Chinese experts say that. Now they're censoring them, but it was. Uh, and then we were caught with no PPE. We were caught with not enough protection. Everything was made in China. They hoarded it and put us and put us in a very bad situation. It was exactly the same thing when all our, our battleships were bombed in Pearl Harbor. Our back was against the wall. We came back. We're going to come back again this time as well. And we're going to rebuild the country in the United States. And then from there, we can sit there and help the rest of the world. So I think Donald Trump's done a great job. And I think we're going to just move forward with it. Tell you what, we're going to come back with a quick break uh, and discuss more about where we think things are going from here, uh, right here on the Max Out Saving Show. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulic-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. Welcome back to the Max Health Savings Show. If you have any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070 here at the show. I think we've got a caller. Hello? Yes. Yes, Ted. Uh, is there yeah. a possibility that you you could extend your uh, show from one to two hours? And also, you know, we, uh, go ahead. We looked at that. Uh, you know, maybe we might do something in the future because we seem to have a demand for it. Yeah, and we did we did some two hours. I know we did some hour and a half for a while. Every once uh, in the past, we've done some two hours, and actually they went pretty well. Maybe we get a lot more callers in the in the in the second half, which is which is kind of nice. Right. Uh, also, this morning I noticed that there was something that they were trying to extend the uh, voter deadline for absentee ballots to two weeks after the uh, election. Is that uh, feasible? Uh, would you repeat the question? I'm sorry, you broke up just a little. Yes, I was going to ask uh, about the uh, election being postponed, not postponed, but extended on absentee ballots two weeks after the election. Yeah, that's a real, that's a real concern. I mean, I, I tell you, my big fear is 
is that this this election just gets so bad with the, with the absentee ballots that, that they have to redo the whole thing. I and this is why it's so important that 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 uh, unfortunately that uh, that Justice Ginsburg has passed away. But but it is important because uh, it, this thing could get into the Supreme Court. I mean, it, it just seems like they're just making up, up rules as they go, which 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 really calls into question the, the character of the whole election. All right, appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is, I mean, it's in the ballots for two weeks for the mail-in ballot. It's just one thing after another. I mean, sending out ballots, everybody, uh, you know, dead people are getting ballots. People living in other states for years are getting ballots. It's just a complete mess. I mean, people forget, you know, supposedly John F. Kennedy was 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 put into into the presidency by Lyndon Johnson in down in Duval County with a bunch of ballots they suddenly came up with down there to put him over the top in Texas. So, uh, you know, and the same thing, and you've heard some things in Chicago like that with Kennedy. And, and this, I mean, I think we're dealing with the same thing. But if you got any questions or comments, seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. Look at looking at the what we're seeing with. With most of the S and P 500 index, the indexes they're really way overweighted. If we've written about this in the Max Out Savings Report, it, you know it, the top five stocks, the top ten stocks account for you know depending on how you analyze it, somewhere between 25 percent of the uh, of the index. And what they've done is they've become just gigantic super growth funds which with with very high price growth stocks in and, and if you look at the value stocks they're very cheap i mean if you look at a lot some of the oil sector for instance we talk about uh, i think the oil oils are in the process of bottoming I mean, if, if joe Biden gets in he's going to do what he can to get rid of the oil and gas business and i think everybody's panic stricken and, and they've been selling the group in in addition it's just not cool on wall street right now to to be investing in in, in the uh, oil and gas sector because they, they, they basically are all have bought into the climate change that we're all gonna you know we're all gonna die the country's gonna you know, go away and and in the oceans are gonna rise twenty or thirty feet I mean I tell you the scariest thing about that is if you go through history the oceans don't rise five or ten feet they rise two hundred feet over the longer term and it's got nothing to do I don't think with global warming. In, in 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 that's the scary thing out there. But if you can't tell these. The even more scary thing is if you get global cooling, that's much more harder to deal with. And, and go look at the last ice age about twelve thousand years ago and see what happened there. So I don't know what people are talking about, but I think I think if the global warming is the way to get control of industrial policy and institute socialism, I, I everything revolves around socialism. Yeah, the immigration stuff, the new open society of George Soros, I think the the, the environmentalism, uh, all of that indoctrination, critical race thinking, it's all socialism, it's all communism, it's all central government planning in the supremacy of government over the free market in individuals, and, that, and that's a concern. Uh, and that's what we're having a selection about. So, look, Looking forward, uh, looking forward, what we're, what we're going to see is, is so, so what the question is, where do we go from here? And, and, and a couple thoughts. I, I, extremely volatile in the market ahead of the election. Uh, as it gets closer, uh, we get some clarity. I, I think if, if Trump gets in, it's very bullish. If Biden gets in, you know, it, there's no telling what's going to happen. I, I think it's really depend on what type of people get control of Joe Biden. Does the moderates get control of Joe Biden or do the radicals get control of Joe Biden? My gut feel is radicals are going to get control of Joe Biden so quickly. And, and I think the, uh, the, the moderates are going to be kicked out. Yeah. When I say the moderates, I mean the Democrat moderates. And, and so a couple of things to look at. If you look at the price of gold, S&P 500, you know, gold is holding in there. You know, compared to the to the other thing, it's outperformed the S and P 500 this year. It's one of the strongest asset classes out there, and I think it's going to continue to do well. We're having countries all over the world, central banks injecting money in the system. People don't trust the central banks. 
The Federal Reserve, as we talked about on this show, has pumped in nearly $3 trillion in, in, into their balance sheet buying government bonds. We, we had a trillion-dollar budget deficit for the year coming into this, and then we spent 2.3, we're up at 3.2, and Nancy Pelosi wants to spend another 2.5 trillion, she take 1 trillion plus 2.5 trillion, or say 2.3, that's 3.3 trillion plus 2.5 is 5.8, but six, $6 trillion. We only have a $20 trillion economy, and so it's just crazy amounts of spending going on out there, and you put in monetary theory. This is going to be more inflation. This is why gold and silver are doing well. It's the number one asset class this year. As, as we talk, we've been telling you, you know, this is you've got to look in this sector. And, and if Democrats get in there, it's going to be even it's going to be a complete spendathon out there. And, uh, and, and so I, I don't think this bull market in gold and silver, my target, I think, over the 2400. But look, eventually you could see a lot higher. We get questions about this from time to time, a lot higher. And. Uh, they haven't pulled back yet and corrected like the market does. I was really kind of expecting some type of correction. This gives you an idea of, of the, the, the in, in, in the precious metal sector. Now, one of the bullish cases is you're just now starting to see institutions come into the gold and silver. Texas, what do we buy? Half a billion, a billion dollars worth of gold at Texas A&M and the permanent school fund. I think they, they were building repository. That was a number of years back. Uh, Kyle Bass was one of the people in, in, uh, tried got that money in. So we bought a lot of at very cheap prices in Texas. You're going to start to see other inst- other institutions start buying precious metals or buying the precious metal stock. Uh, if, if you look at Barrett uh, Gold, uh, Warren Buffett took a position in Barrett Gold here recently. Warren Buffett has been talking down gold for 30 years, and all of a sudden, he's starting to buy into the sector. Warren Buffett is buying Japanese stocks. It looks like he's trying to get out of the U.S. and cover his bets. Something we talked about the show. Going forward, it's a very uncertain world. You've got to spread your your assets, your spread your bets, spread your your assets out into different asset classes. Sectors. Overseas, precious metals. There's too much money piled up into the S&P 500 that's really at risk based on high, very high high overvalued technology stocks. And so, but it's an uncertain world. Is that I think we talked about it this issue. I think you're going to see a problem with U.S. with with the currency. And, and the question is, how is gold really going to take off? It's going to be when you get a problem with the major currency. I think it's going to happen. Maybe it's the dollar. The Europeans are in trouble. The, 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 the Chinese are in trouble. The Japanese have problems. It, and so it's hard to figure out which one it's going to be. It, and if you see a, a, war, a war breakout or a currency war between Japan and China where they try to have dueling currencies, there's no telling what could happen. So precious metals, diversity, stocks, bonds, commodities, uh, different assets. An oil company, they're buying oil in the ground. If inflation takes off, that oil goes up. And the people don't think can happen. Everybody hates the oil and gas sector, but you know now's when you ought to be looking. You know that's when when nobody wants something is when you want to start buying as as value investors. And, and so I think going forward, I think I think what I'm trying to say is you can have a fundamental change how you manage your retirement going forward. The last 20 or 30 years, it was a free ride up in the S and P 500, low inflation, bonds go up forever, uh, yields keep falling. That's all changed. Now you've got record government spending, massive deficits, massive entitlement programs in the government. You've got all the countries in the world are competing against each other, the breakdown of globalism. Uh, and, and all of these things are factoring into a much more uncertain world. That's going to have to change the way you invest for your retirement for the long term. That more inflationary, more diversification. So anyway, if you go, coming up on the last, this is the last segment. If you've got a question or comment, you can get in here at 713-339-1070, the Max Out Savings Show. Okay. The one, a couple other things that we're looking at here is some of the things you're starting to see corporate America or, or, or the industrial sectors come back. You're starting to see some of these the industrial stocks coming back up. 
the, the, the economy is picking up speed. If you travel, get, get on, uh, on some of these big interstates, and they're completely filled with trucks right now. If you've got a, 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 let's say you're bringing in a container of, of something, Vietnam or China, some products you want to sell, you're going to move it to Houston. So your your container gets at the port, the LA port. You pick up the phone, call Union Pacific or Burlington Northern, say, look, I need you to move my container down to Houston. They're going to laugh at you. They're going to go, look, we got no capacity at all. Sorry, you can have to get it on the truck. And, and, or they'll go, hey, there's a $3,000, $5,000 uh, charge to get the container. Uh, so you call up the truck, prices are going, there's shortages of capacity trucks. And I mean, if you drive, you see, well, I think it's I 40 between New Mexico and here. I mean, it is like on one side, there's a railroad. You're like surrounded by trucks all over the place, and railroads are going by with one load, train load of containers after another. I mean, it, it, the amount of, of of industrial and commercial activity in the United States is really pretty impressive. I mean, keep in mind, we've got the big Democratic blue states locked down. The big, the Democratic blue, big urban areas, some are still completely shut down like New York. And yet in the middle of the country, business is booming. And so we're making this shift. We're making this shift over to more manufacturing, industrial, building things, and not just opening up a company and importing something from China. And so this is going to create more jobs. This is why even now there's shortage of jobs in, in you know, everywhere you go, there's help wanted signs in many places. And so so the economy is back. The question is, where are we going to go from here? And, and I think the important thing is we got an election coming up. If you, if you look at the market over the last seven, eight elections, the air, uh, most of the market has gone down that October, September, October time frame. Uh, and I think we're going to be. Uh, one other thing, you know, at the beginning of the show, in case you turn, I, I, I quoted uh, Lee Lu's book, Moving the Mountain, and the Chinese saying, How do you move a mountain? The communist Chinese, and it's one pebble at a time. The liberals and the socialists and the Democrats understand this, and they're communists. They, these people understand you push at every level and move slow. Everyone, they never concede anything. The, 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 the Republicans, the conservatives, and the people that believe in democracy and freedom have got to start adopting the moving the mountain thing. You've got to move one people at a time. Everyone has to pitch in. Everyone has to fight for democracy and freedom in, in, in the free market in this country because if we don't, we're going to lose it. And you can see these other people aren't giving an inch. We need to toughen up. And every little thing you do will help out over the long term. So keep in mind, how do you move a mountain? One pebble at a time. And that's the key. And that's the key. They're using it very successfully. And in, 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 in the American people start using the same thing. Uh, coming up in this show, if you haven't gone to our website, go to maxoutsavings.com. If you need help with your retirement, you can request an appointment. It's maxoutsavings.com. And so then remember the box philosophy. Save aggressively. Invest conservatively. We'll see you next week. Is the United States of America part of God's great plan for the world? Now, a new documentary, Trump 2024, the world after Trump takes a 